Let me tell you about my best friend. That's literally the only part of the song I know. But uh, welcome back, Cuzzo. Uh, another episode of The Intoxicated Intellectuals. And holy fuck, it's been a year since you've been on. Yes, it has. It has been far too long. I can't believe it's already been a year. Yep, yep. It's It's been a year, and we're back at the same bar uh, drinking the same thing, because you said you had this whiskey the last time you were here. Oh, I said whiskey, sorry. Uh, tequila. I was going to say whiskey. Hmm, I'm confused. Casamigos. I've never been a tequila drinker, but I started to get into it last time you were here. And then got scared off by it because I had a blackout night. <laughs> and now I've enjoyed tequila again, and now I'm trying to branch out and try all the other ones. But, you know, tequila is expensive. So I'm, I'm moving at my slow pace. Yeah, the first time I've ever tried tequila was, um, yeah, last time I was here. Is that the only time you've tried tequila? Yes, actually. Did you know tequila actually means to kill you? That that sounds about right. Because I guarantee you, if you get like cheap tequila, you're gonna fucking feel it <laughs> the mm. next morning. This one you'll still feel it, but it's not like I feel like there's a lot of like really cheap, like the Hornados ones. That one fucking kills you. But this one's a decent enough quality one. I'll, I'll put it to you this way: never spend less than fifty dollars on tequila, or you will feel <laughs> why it was fifty dollars. Is it the way it makes you feel, or just the quality, the way it tastes, both? Tequila in general, it's one of those things that you really can't shortchange. Like, whiskeys, you can kind of shortchange them, because, like, a decent whiskey is, like, 30 bucks. Cognac, again, that's another one that you have to spend a decent amount of money on, because I feel like Hennessy's probably the cheapest one where you won't be killed by it. And... I'll put it to you this way. Whenever you kind of look and notice like a medium price, if there's something less than that, there's probably a reason it's less than that. <laughs> like like, like the whole reason Four Locos are like three ninety nine, It's because it'll get you drunk. Just can't promise <laughs> that you won't feel like you fucking went to war <laughs> and woke <laughs> up the next day, you know? So you always kind of want to spend a little bit more, get higher quality. Sounds like at least with tequila. With, with, with tequila and like cognac, to be honest, for the most part, like the staples are always going to be fine. So like if you went like Jack Daniels for whiskey, if you went, um, fuck, what is it? Absolute for vodka. There's nothing wrong with that. If you, when you go to beer, if you go Budweiser, you're good. But like, if you start going the fucking, like, like the Colt 45 route. like all the malt <laughs> liquor, the cheaper the liquor, the more it hurts you. So if you see a big ass, Okay. Best example, you can get a huge ass handle of Kraken for twenty bucks, but Kraken will fuck you up, and that's and that's a rum. Like Tyler took one double shot of it, mind you. I've seen this man drink like a fish, like in his prime. Like there's there's nobody that's ever compared to Tyler when it comes to drinking. Uh, one double shot of Kraken, he threw up on himself. Just one shot? One double shot. So it's a, it's the tall, tall things. Oh. And you've seen Nikita. He can drink like a fish too. Yeah. He drank five shots and was damn near blackout. 
off five shots over like an hour span. Like cracking. That shit is cracking. (laughs) That is is crazy. Yeah. So you kind of want to pay for quality. You don't have to buy the fancy ass shit, but like you always want to put a deep. You want to look at what the going rate is and then just kind of stay in that ballpark. I see what you're saying. I mean, and when it comes to drinking alcohol and stuff that's going inside your body, might as well get a little bit nicer quality. Yeah. Well, and and the cheap shit, like, hurts you more. Like, well, hard liquor in general. Well, I've noticed, too, the fancier the bottle I get, the less likely of a hangover I get. So even if I drink, like, the normal, like, cognac, but when I get the fancy ones, like Doucet, I've never had a hangover off Doucet. Killed a whole bottle of Doucet by myself, but. <laughs> you know, actually, when you say that, yeah, because I can drink a pretty good amount of Grey Goose, but I think it's, uh, say Amsterdam? Amsterdam's the cheaper one. Grey Goose is the fancier one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, when I drink Grey Goose, I don't think I've had that bad of a hangover, but the the New Amsterdam was uh, when I drank 12 shots when I got all fucked up. <laughs> So do you, do you want to tell that story here on the podcast? Sure, why not? <laughs> From which point should I start? Well, you just started with you drank 12 shots at New Amsterdam, so I say pick it up from there. <laughs> well, I decided it would be a fabulous day to get drunk and just listen to music, you know, just kind of relax. And... uh Yeah, so I was in the kitchen, I was listening to some music, you know, just by myself, having a good time. And I think I was on like shot four or five. And I'm like, you know what, we're gonna have goals today. We're gonna, we're gonna take it to eight shots. So I drank eight shots, probably within... At that point, what was your record on number of shots taken? Well, that's kind of hard. That's what she said. (laughs) Of course, that's what she said. (laughs) As far as individual shots, I think my record has been 10. However, there was a a point in time where I had a cup about this big, um, filled with vodka about this much, and I chugged it in a matter of like 10 or 15 minutes. So I don't know how many shots worth that was. That seems like approximately eight. I feel like that'd be more shots. Oh. I don't know. How much shots do you think it fit in that cup? Well, I could tell you the amount of tequila in there, which is close to a quarter, was about two. So I I, I think eight is a decent guesstimate. Yeah. Oh. It it might be slightly higher, but I can't imagine it's too too much more. Well, I guess it felt like more because when I did that, I was... Well, when you're fucking (laughs) drinking it whole, it feels (laughs) like something else. You know, according to the person I was with at the time, uh, I, I drank it like it was water. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my I guess my record would, would be 10. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to get to 10. You know, I'll stop at my record, which I've already been there before. But, you know, that's usually, for me, that's a lot. I'm a small person. I'm only 112 pounds, maybe. So, yeah, I got to eight. And I was feeling pretty good. I was vibing to my music. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go all the way to 12 or just as no I think 12 yeah I think 12 was the number I gave myself and then I'm like oh what do I want to do after that I think I want to wash my car I really enjoy washing my car for me it's relaxing 
So I, within about an hour and a half, I had drinking 12 shots. I just took shot after shot after shot. And the only thing I had eaten that day was a Top Ramen. Solid choice. <laughs> Which, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty good ramen at the time. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, after I drank my 12 shots, I was feeling great. I was feeling pretty fucked up. I went outside, started washing my car. And because, uh, you know, the movement of me walking around, washing my car, spraying it down, uh, within about 15, 20 minutes, I just felt so fucked up. I knew I was going to black out. I laid on the concrete in front of my car, so my, my driveway, and I don't know how long I was out there for, um, probably a couple hours, and then at some point in time, I managed to go back inside. I don't have, I don't recall going back inside, but I woke up halfway on the floor and halfway on the couch, so my face was on the floor and my feet were on the couch. I don't know what happened. And there was a towel underneath me. I don't know where the towel came from either because I only keep towels in my bathroom. So I was very confused when I got inside. But uh, prior to that, while I was laying on the concrete in the middle of washing my car, I laid there kind of like when you lay in the snow and make a snow angel. And I looked up at my carport and I go, I fucked up. <laughs> I really fucked up. It's like I could like feel the blackout coming like I could just feel myself losing consciousness and then yeah eventually I think I woke up at midnight so I started drinking at about I think 5 or 5 30 p.m and initially I woke up in my house halfway on the floor halfway on the couch probably about midnight and I felt like I was going to die <laughs> I woke up I texted my boyfriend and was like, I do not feel good. I am not okay right now. And for, yeah, the entire night, I was throwing up. <laughs> I was throwing up from the bathroom to the kitchen. Uh, I had, at some point, didn't really have control when I was going to throw up. So I just had to keep, I had a towel with me everywhere I went. And I was uncomfortable, so I kept walking all over the place, which is not the best idea to do when you're throwing up, by the way. Just kind of sit. Well, it's a good idea for trying to like wear off that groggy feeling because when you're sitting there, like you feel that like uh oh, it's gonna happen. But when you start moving, you're like okay, the drunkenness is coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. Well, and it's like it's not the first time I've done this. I actually would be funnier if I would have told the story when I did this at Jordan's house. But I mean, you could tell that story pretty soon too. <laughs> that one will be a little funnier. This one's just like. More of a uh, don't do this at home. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say sad. <laughs> oh well, that too. <laughs> I was going for like a uh, kind of like a, a lesson, you know. But playing off sads, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no. But out, out of all the times I've, which not too not too many, I've not had too many hangovers. Maybe like a handful of times, four or five, maybe like six or seven now. You know, not not a terrible amount of times, but out of all the times, no, I've never felt pain in my stomach like I felt this time. Like, I felt like I was going to literally die. <laughs> like, it was just, it was awful, but at the same time, it, I'll never forget it, and it's a story that... <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's always good for everyone to have that in-check moment. 
because like everybody has that where especially as a young drinker you kind of come up feeling invincible and then you'll have that one night that just puts you in check and it the, the worst part is is i've said this to everyone is once you have that first hangover there's no coming back because like you're invincible the entire time no hangover no hangover then you get that one and it seems like it's a domino effect you get hangovers from the slightest shit yeah but now that since you said uh that um like higher quality alcohol is less likely to give you a hangover actually thinking about it yeah i'm pretty sure all my hangovers i was drinking like new amsterdam or some type of just kind of mediocre to decent alcohol yeah, yeah. so now i'm wondering if i just stick to gray goose if i'll just be just fine i'll be just fine <laughs> the, the problem is is like that fancier shit is just not as easily accessible like a, a good bottle of Grey Goose is probably like 50 to 60 bucks. I actually did find a little bottle. The little bottles are like 25. But... Yeah, I, th- I think the one I found was like 15, 20. Okay, that's not too bad. It maybe has not too many shots worth, but I don't know. But yeah, so unless you're like rich or, you know. <laughs> but it also depends on how much you drink, too. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That's the problem is when you said the little bottle, I'm like, well, fuck. I've recorded, this is my second podcast on the day, and I damn near finished a whole 750 milliliters of tequila. <laughs> yeah, you probably need a solid, at least three little bottles. <laughs> with... Well, I've, I've also built a tolerance, but one of the reasons why, which I'm going to participate in Sober October again for the second year in a row, uh, is it's a bit of a tolerance break. That, that makes sense. That being said, last year... Do you remember uh, we recorded an episode during Sober October, so I was sober during our episode. The episodes prior to that, I was getting pretty fucked up. And then once Sober October ended, I did an episode with my buddy Luis. And when I tell you that is the most fucked up I've been on a podcast. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We finished a whole bottle of, fuck, I don't remember what we drank. I think it was Hennessy. We finished a whole bottle of Hennessy, or it might have been Doucet. We finished a whole bottle, started taking shots of another bottle, and then drank some beers afterwards. I don't remember him leaving my house. Oh my! Goodness. I don't remember the ending to that podcast. I hadn't drank in thirty day or thirty two days at that point. Well, you had it all recorded though, so you were able to. I was able to listen back to it, obviously, but like, it, it's it's crazy to me because like I. One of the I knew one of the reasons why I was doing sober October was get my tolerance in check because it's fucking expensive being an alcoholic, you know. What I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I can like, only imagine. Fuck, I'm kind of jealous of lightweights. Shit, they take two drinks and they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I'm like, after two drinks, I'm like, "Fuck, what? Are you gonna step it up some?" And that's why I chug beers is because that's the only time I can really feel it hit. Well, yeah, it's the same way with weed too. If you when you smoke too much weed, it's like, uh, you either have to get really strong weed, which even when you get the strong weed, you still have to smoke a lot. And then you move over to dabs and that's a whole other story. <laughs> and see, I think the problem is, and some people might disagree with me on this, but weed is way more addictive than alcohol. And I, and the reason I'm saying this is because everyone that I've told, let's do sober October, when it comes to weed, there's skeptical because the withdrawals from weed are 10 times worse than withdrawals from alcohol 
you you say that like you've smoked weed before like you've like <laughs> well i've been around people that smoke most of my life and like it, ironically as someone who doesn't smoke at all like most of my friend group is people that smoke on a regular basis and so i know the basics of when you smoke regularly and then stop your dreams are insane your headaches are insane you become dependent on the routine of smoking and the people i know who drink they drink kind of as a filler if that makes sense they fill their time with drinking as opposed to a routine with drinking well yeah it's i mean obviously it's a little different for everybody but like smoking weed at least for me it helps me to kind of like regulate my thoughts so i don't think too far into one subject or one topic um it kind of helps me to like maintain kind of a certain mood just kind of like stay calm versus i feel like alcohol it, two different mindsets i feel like you you have i want to make it clear i'm not saying one is better than the other i think alcoholics by far are the more dangerous and it's a worse habit for you smoking weed realistically doesn't do any damage to you i'm saying strictly the addictive purposes and being able to hop off people are more dependent on weed because like it's part of their routine almost it's harder to hop off weed than it is alcohol but well, alcohol definitely damages you more than weed well yeah i agree i think it's one's not better than the other i definitely think like you said it's based off perspective um weed can still damage your body just not like as as heavily as alcohol weed will hurt your lungs to an extent but it's still not as bad as like the cigarettes like alcohol really fucking damages your liver your gallbladder your pancreas like it fucking it does damage but i think the bigger thing is is that alcohol changes people's personalities like there's people that when they drink they just get mean oh my and gosh you'll, you'll never see like a mean high person you'll see people I will say this. I've seen I've seen people get withdrawals from weed and they turn mean off the withdrawal. And and I completely agree with that too. Yeah, when you when you drink alcohol, some people, yeah, they get mean or they get sad or they get emotional. You're, you know, it kind of it varies. There's more negative effects that come with alcohol as opposed to weed. Like you've never met like the most depressed fucking stoner. The stoners are <laughs> always like chill better vibes or relaxed i mean they occasionally might occasionally paranoid they might be depressed before they smoke the weed but yeah once they smoke the weed they're totally like you said chill exactly so like alcohol comes with more negative effects i just feel like it's harder to break out of it uh, or for, for weed it's harder to break out of it because like like i said i've pitched sober october a lot of times and most of the time the people who aren't actually everyone's called me everyone called me stupid last year this year more people are going all right i see it <laughs> so like i'm kind of glad that some people are seeing it that way and mind you i want to say this i do sober october for the sole purpose of a getting healthier because i kid you not cutting out alcohol for a month will make you lose like 10 pounds that sounds and about right i definitely can use losing 10 pounds uh, uh, number two i do it for the sole purpose of my whole thought process on life is i never want to be dependent on anything 
So if I can go a month without alcohol, it proves to myself that at any time I can fucking go cold turkey from the shit. And I'm, I will never be dependent on alcohol. Well, yeah, I actually have a lot of respect that you do sober October. I don't think it's stupid. I think it's something that is harder for people, you know, some people to do. Or some people might think that it's stupid because, you know, to them it's like, oh, well, I wish I could do that. But, you know, I have so many things going on or so many things bothering me. So I, I don't think it's stupid. I think it's something that really everybody should do or try at some point. And I do also agree that, yeah, thinking about it for myself, like I've stopped drinking. Well, not stopped, but since my uh, last little episode... I've gone a couple months without drinking, so I can I can go a couple months without drinking. I don't rely on alcohol whatsoever, but weed, yeah, if you asked me to go a whole month without smoking weed, that would be difficult. I mean, I, I could do it, but I don't want to. <laughs> and, and that's my point towards, like, I feel like weed is more addictive in the sense because, like I said, the people that smoke weed on a daily basis, if they stop, the withdrawals are 20 times worse. Because, like, the withdrawals when I stopped drinking for the month of October last year is, uh, shit, I, I was restless for a week. When I was around, like, a bottle of alcohol, I started to get a slight headache. But, like, nothing more than that. And then after that first week, literally, I felt like a million bucks. And <laughs> I, I was telling Nick the other day, because uh, he decided to stop drinking for a couple weeks, too. And I was like, dude, after the second week, was that not the best sleep you've ever had in your life? He goes, dude, I haven't slept like that since I was like a baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm telling you, like, the sobriety sleep after the second week is like, it's fucking phenomenal. Well, now with weed too, I've read into it a little bit. Weed actually affects um, your dreaming. Apparently, you don't actually dream as much when you smoke weed, and um, it, it does something to your to your sleep cycle, to your REM sleep, and that's why I don't even know where I'm going with this. Well, um, well I've heard from so many people that when you stop smoking, like your dreams are fucking crazy. Yeah, basically. Thank you. It, it when you smoke the weed, it kind of it affects your REM sleep and it affects your you're dreaming. So when you stop smoking weed, I think once it kind of leaves your body, or at least most of it leaves your body, because it takes a lot longer for weed to leave your body than alcohol. Well, if you drink cranberry juice. <laughs> yeah, if you just start chugging cranberry juice like it's water, that would definitely probably help um, to help filtrate it out of your system. But yeah, then your your REM sleep goes back to normal, and you you actually can dream normally. So, which I have crazy dreams as it is, and I smoke weed every day, so I don't even know what would happen if I. <laughs> well, what's funny too is uh, I've always had like on and off sleep problems. So, like, yeah. what I recently, and when I say recently, I mean like past six months, I've on and off tried this, but they make the melatonin gummies. I love those things, those are five <laughs> to 10 grams. And like, I would take them at first, and they were working for a week. By the second week, I had to start popping like three to really get the effect. You get it, yeah. You start. I, I built a tolerance, and then I, I never really went past three because, like, I get paranoid about taking too much. And then I just started getting these absolutely bonkers fucking dreams. Yeah. Like when I tell you, 
I literally woke up one night thinking I had shot heroin into my arm because I dreamt it. And I was I woke up checking my arm for fucking needle marks. Oh my goodness. Wow. And then uh someone I followed on Instagram posted it, it was a TikTok of the craziest dreams you've ever had were on this melatonin shit, right? And they had the same label as the ones I was taking. I'm like, okay, this ain't just me. <laughs> okay, this ain't just me. I have to what what uh brand? It well actually, do you remember when you stayed here uh, a couple of months ago? And you said you couldn't sleep. And I said, I got some melatonin gummies. And I showed oh, you it? it was that purple label. I think I remember, yeah, it might have been the one Jordan took. But but that that, that was the one I was taking. Oh. And every now and then I'll still take it. And it works. But I think it works better as an every now and then thing instead of an every night thing. Yeah, I can't take it every night. It's actually weird. When I used to take it, yeah, I built a tolerance towards it. And it didn't hardly help. But now... If I take it, I literally have a hard time waking up in the morning. Like, I wake up super groggy. Even if I just take one, yeah, I have to basically take it early. Like, I have to go to bed to, like, 9 or 10, take it early. But no, if I take it at, like, midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning, which is, like, I guess not normally when I go to sleep, but when I stay up. So, no, if I do that, no, I can't. I just have the hardest time waking up. So, it's like, it. it now it's reversed. It went from... I have a tolerance to now they affect me so much that I actually don't need to take them like every like, night. Like I said, I, well, th this is semi topic, but like what you want is a good sleep routine. So like if there are certain nights you go to bed at 10, certain nights you go to bed at one. I was talking to uh, somebody else uh, literally earlier today. They were saying how they go to sleep at 4 a.m. So they keep waking up at 1 a.m. They don't know how to break the cycle. The cycle. The way to break the cycle is to set an alarm early in the morning so you get up early and it forces you to go to bed early because you're so fucking tired. But like if you keep a sleep schedule of going to bed between 10 and 11 and if you start to push that, take a gummy, still set your alarm with a couple other alarms and then it'll force you to be up. I kind of see what you're saying. But like if you're taking them at 1 a.m., the point of those things is to knock your ass out to sleep for eight hours. So you're gonna wake up at like 10 o'clock just cause that's what your schedule is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they knock you out, they knock you <laughs> when they do work. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got some things here on the, on, on the schedule for this podcast. And since we were just talking about weed, I felt like this is a very good time to bring up this story. Do you remember the time that we were down by Pinole Shores and you had a bunch of weed on you? And it, uh, the good homie V was with us as well as a group of other people. And you were smoking by the rock and then you handed the pipe to V and he literally blew into the pipe. And all your weed went flying out. Oh, that that kind of sounds familiar. Were we well, like, were we smoking and somebody saw us and we worried about we were worried about getting caught? Okay, so you almost had it. So it wasn't smoking that we got paranoid at. We, after you had finished smoking, we went to that little abandoned house that was on the trail. Oh. And one of the people that was with us grabbed one of the filing cabinets and threw it out of the building. And then a guy walking his dog saw it, called the cops, and was following us. And oh uh, V and Nikita were on bikes, so they fucking pedaled off and left us behind. It was you, me, and a, a third person. Which fucking one of us 
through the file because I now I vaguely remember that. Who's it, idea? It was the third person. I don't want to say their name on the podcast. Ah. Uh, but uh, uh but they threw it and then remember they called the cops and then we were walking back and they were dragging their feet and we were like, Come on, come on and they were like, No, we're I'm gonna take my time. And then we we, we, we we said, Hey, we have to split up. She has weed on her, so we wanna get the fuck out of here. So you and me went back up to my house and on their way back up the hill, the cops had stopped them and oh checked them because they had gotten a report of a guy who fits the description uh smoking weed and throwing I cabinets. Re- yeah. I remember that. I don't remember it it um escalating that far though. But well you and me we took the woods home, remember? Because we didn't want to take the streets because we were paranoid. Oh my gosh, I want to go back to the woods. I haven't been there in so long. Dude, it's sad. The other day I walked through there and they cut down most of the trees. Are you for real? Yeah, it's really fucking sad. Oh. Oh, that is sad. Are there any? I I kid you not, there's like one layer on the bottom part of the trail, one layer on the top part of the trail, and then everything else chopped down. That is so sad. Yeah, it was just a big alleyway of trees. I remember going straight down, and then yeah. the trail was in the solid middle of that alleyway. Yeah, it's it's sad because I remember we used to cut through there on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, that was just like where anytime then, we went into town or came back home, that's where we would go through. And that was that was the cool part of town too, or like that was the cool shortcut. <laughs> yeah, I know it was super fun going through through there with our bikes. Yeah, yeah. It was right. a good old time. Now, the next thing I'm going to ask you. Do you know the time that I was most mad at you? Uh, I can think of a couple times. There's one that really, really pops a memory that I think about every now and then and I feel really bad about it. I don't know if it's the time you're thinking of though. Can I can I guess? Uh well do you just want to spit out information? <laughs> Cause like I could tell you what like little okay, mind you, this is kid years. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about now. It was the time I took your DS and locked you guys out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for her, Johnny? <laughs> okay, first off, there is a reason behind this. For as psychotic as that sounds, I think about it all the time. Okay, what happened was... That is armed robbery. <laughs> before before everyone jumps to conclusions here. Okay, you had a... Uh, I think it was an R4. So you, you had it to where you can make Pokemon. You can make shiny Pokemon. Put them at whatever level you wanted. Like, you can get whatever you wanted. And I remember, you know, I didn't have that. So I would always come up to you and say, hey, Kyle, can I have this shiny Palkia? Can I have this legendary? Can I have whatever it is that, you know, I wanted? And you would give me a certain amount of legendaries, and then that was it. And then what happened was I had caught a shiny uh, Gloom in my Pearl game. Like, I caught it. It was not a Pokemon you made, but a Pokemon I actually caught. And you really wanted it because it was an actual caught shiny not one that you can make so i traded it to you for one of your you know your uh fan made you know shiny legendaries or whatever 
And then I'm like, you know what? I caught that that shiny Pokemon all by myself. I want it back. And you're like, no, you already traded it to me. I'm not giving it back to you. I said, okay, well, give me some more shiny legendaries then to make up for it. And you're like, no, I don't want to trade you right now. I, I could have sworn I said later. There's that's probably the case. You probably said later, and I like you're probably 100% right on that because. I have had to learn patience throughout the year. So you probably said later, and in my brain, I just like, I'm like, oh, he's probably not going to be here later. Like, his mom's probably going to pick him up, and I just needed my Pokemon back that day. So I, I remember that was the night I was supposed to spend the night. And literally, me and your mom left the house because we were going down to the little store to pick up snacks and pick out a movie. And you had locked us out of the house. Within that, yes, I re- I remember you guys left the house and then I just remember as soon as you guys left the house, I locked the door. I locked all the doors so you guys couldn't get back in. I got your DS. I got my DS. I ran up in my attic because I was scared because you guys were mad and I wanted to be hidden while I was trading these Pokemon to myself. So I went in my attic, which I had recently discovered and traded the pokemon to myself waited till after i had traded them and then i let you guys back in the house and you just hated me oh i was Which... pissed i went home that day too <laughs> i remember you had your little uh your ds had a little green lego case on the outside of yeah. it i'm so sorry indiana jones lego case oh indiana jones oh yeah i had indiana jones do you still have that i probably have it somewhere i problem is with this house is we're hoarders we keep everything so it's somewhere just can't tell you where because i don't know i know i've been seeing things in this house since i was like three feet off the ground (laughs) well i don't know if you've gotten this trait but i'm telling you our family just has this hoarding trait it's it's started from grandpa bob grandma betty had it a little bit and my mom has it full-blown is it the thing where we uh, take sentimental objects and everything is sentimental? Yes, everything that's sentimental, but we actually have no use for it, so we just store it in our home because if the thought of getting rid of it just we don't like that thought, so we just keep it there. And mind you, I have that a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, but like I don't have it to the extent that I've seen other people in our family have. Like there were two things like recently. This is the past week. My mom's gonna be pissed. I'm gonna say this on the podcast, but she didn't listen anyways. <laughs> but she had asked me to move some stuff off the desk and put it away. I said, "Where do you want me to put it?" And she said, "Any of the cupboards near the desk." So I took some of the papers and went to put it in the hutch where all the shot glasses are. I found three empty, like wooden wick candle cases. The candles had completely burned out. It was just fucking glass that was trash. She had kept three of those. And I and, and I literally texted my mom and said, why the fuck do we have three of these? And she goes, well, we were broke, and I think I wanted to keep them just to burn little candles in. And I go, that is not the case, because you weren't broke buying wooden wick candles. Yeah, I don't think you, I've, don't, I've never seen your mom broke before. Oh, we, we were broke, like, up until, like, middle school years. Huh. I didn't know that. And, well, okay. There's also different definitions of broke. 
Oh yeah, there are two different. <laughs> like we were like bad, bad up until I think I was like eight or nine, and then oh. it, and then we weren't. We were still like paycheck to paycheck, but we were okay. Like in the Fairfield house, in Vallejo house, and it wasn't until we got here that my mom got a promotion to where we were comfortable. Was the Fairfield house the one that had the hot tub? It was. That makes sense. It was in Fairfield. Yeah. <laughs> it was in Fairfield. <laughs> but no, yeah. So uh, the other thing that drove me nuts is my mom asked me to clean off the counters the other day. So I, I went through everything and threw a lot of things away. She went through the garbage and pulled out all my birthday cards and said, you can't throw these away. I go, why? She goes, everyone wrote you personal messages. <laughs> and I go, yes, I read them. I know them. I can remember them, but I don't need to keep them. She's like, wrong. <laughs> well, you see, like, if those were her birthday cards, I would say, you know, it's her stuff. She can do what she wants to with it. But yeah, those are your birthday cards. If you want to throw your birthday cards away, you go right on ahead. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I understand her thought process to an extent because she was like, you got one from Nanny. You got one from your grandma. You got one from, they might not be around by next year. And I understand that. But like, to me, what means a lot is pictures. Because pictures kind of go with you forever. Little writing on a card. I don't hold those as in high value. Because when I look at that card, I'm not going to remember a memory. When I look at pictures, I like it puts me back in that place. Like if there's a picture of you and me camping at Hat Creek, my <laughs> my head goes back to that moment. I'm like, oh fuck, I remember we were just blasting the Pokemon soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a visual memory. Versus... And, and it places you back in that spot. But a card, I wasn't there when they signed the card. I was there when I opened it and I was grateful for it, but it's not the same. Yeah, and, you know, we have so many birthdays, and after all the years of saving all these birthday cards, it's like, they all kind of say... There's too much. <laughs> I mean, now, if there's one that's like, you know, they really, like, wrote, like, a full-blown paragraph, you know, or... But, no, usually it's just like, a, oh, happy... You know, because we're, we're kids. They're not yeah. gonna, you know... They, Wait, they... who's a kid here? <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> well, we were, we were kids, but we still kind of act like kids on the true, true. <laughs> we all have a little bit of kid in us but I don't get ID checked anymore so I don't consider myself a kid <laughs> oh funny story Ollie is probably going to be pissed I'm telling this story but uh, we went to Mel's the other day and we both ordered uh, a beer with our meal and the waitress uh, I went first waitress didn't say anything Ollie orders her beer and she goes can I see your ID <laughs> <laughs> she was fucking pissed she was like they didn't ask you. And I go, well, I have a full grown beard and gray hair. Gosh, no, that, that reminds me of a, I don't know if this is the most appropriate thing to share, but when I went to a um, memorial um, a couple months ago on my dad's side of the family, um, my dad's brother's girlfriend was there and I had never met her before. And it was kind of awkward because I don't really spend too much time on my, with my dad's side of the family. And she walked up to me and she goes, oh, hi, what's your name? You know, I introduced myself. She introduces herself, which I already forgot her name. I apologize. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, wow, you look really young. You must be about 33. <laughs> and um, being said, I'm 22, getting ready to turn 23 in a couple of days. 
And I, I looked at her and I said, no, I'm, I'm 22. And like, the, she kind of looked at me like I could tell she had remorse in her eyes, like, oops. But <laughs> ne- never once, because uh, I've, been, I've been told, oh, you know, you, you kind of look like you might either, you might either be like in early high school or you look like you might be a young adult. I've had people tell me I act like I'm 30, but I've never had anyone come up to me and say, you look like you're you're just 33. You're in your mid-30s. Unfortunately, I've had that happen a lot. Well, you also have a full-grown beard. And gray hair. <laughs> I keep finding gray hair in my beard. Like, legit, there's three pieces that I haven't plucked in the last 24 hours. For real? Yeah, I'm getting old. And I don't know if you noticed, but like I'm... I have that receding hairline. I'm definitely going bald. <laughs> That's why I'm growing the hair out. Fuck, I have to hold on to it as long as I can. <laughs> I feel like if you were going to go bald, that your hair would like thin out or fall out, or there'd be more of the of the obvious sign, not just okay. your hairline. Unless I just don't know anything about hair. My dad's side of the family has a very, and my dad's genes are strong. Uh, they have a very unique pattern where their hair like in the center of their forehead stays long and then the sides recede 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 and then it kind of goes down so i'm not like balding in the sense of like a big bald spot on the back of my head but like the hairline is receding and it's going to start to create like this thing to where you're going to want to just shave your head fucking bald and look like vin diesel because that's the only chance of (laughs) So you're going to have, like, hair in the middle, but on the sides, it's going to start to kind of, like... Die down, yeah. Oh, you do look like your dad. The one the one picture I saw of him, you guys looked pretty. And, and from what I've been told, I act like him, too. And, <laughs> like, everybody says I have his sense of humor, and Isaiah's met him and partied with him. Shit, Isaiah took a beer bong rip with him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Uh, so, we're... We're extremely similar, and like I said, our genes are like extremely strong on that side of the family. Which, as a kid, I felt like I looked like my mom a lot, and then as I got older, I turned into my dad. Yeah, I'm I'm looking down here at the little picture of you with the coaster. (laughs) I'd say you look more like your mom when you were younger, but yeah, because I've never actually seen your dad until you showed me that picture yeah a couple yeah. months ago and i'm like wow yep that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely that's what you look like but yeah i've never met your dad either so really that i i could well okay i don't think you've had a conversation with him but you've seen him pick me up oh because well, i've only seen like his arms in the vehicle maybe a side shot of his face i've never actually seen him outside the vehicle or i've only just seen like the vehicle that's crazy because when we would have Friday movie nights, remember my dad would pick me up every Saturday and he would come up and ring the door. I don't remember seeing his face, I swear. That's crazy. It's probably like the old school cartoons where like you remember like the body up to the face, but they never would show the face. Yeah, no, that's exactly what my brain's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Charlie Brown too if you asked me what he sounded like. Wah 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 wah. 
All right, we're we're gonna jump into the next thing. And the last thing I had asked you, or talked to you about was how you stole Pokemon off my DS. So on the subject of Pokemon, uh, which Pokemon would you fuck? I I I felt like I feel like you were supposed to word that a little bit differently, not just which one would you just flat off fuck. All right, wh- which Pokemon would you be most likely to bang? I think what you were supposed to say is which Pokemon, like if you were if it was like a furry persona. But you just went straight See, to bang. I'm I'm not going the fursona route. I'm just saying like you're trapped in a desert with only your Pokemon. And like the only way you're getting out of that desert. Well you see, I've contemplated this question. So and... you've been thinking about it often. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you want mine to answer first? I already know it off top. Yeah, go ahead. Have you seen Bell Sprout's mouth? <laughs> What did you just, sir? What did you just say? Bell sprout. No, no. That's horrible, guys. I'm sorry. See, I was thinking like you were gonna say like Gardevoir because a lot of people pick. You know, a lot of guys like Gardevoir because you know looks more like a feminine character. I like Bell Sprout's mouth. Looks like it can do some damage. Do you want Bellsprout or do you want uh, Bellsprout's evolution? Bellsprout's Bell. evolution is a little too thick for me. <laughs> oh, you don't like him that thick. Okay. <laughs> no, so my, my first answer I was going to give wait, you. I have okay. to clarify. I'm not body shaming Bellsprout's evolution, by the way, by Braille. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds to me like you're, you are kind of body shaming. I mean, you're just like, nah, that one's too thick. I don't like that one. I would say if I had a preference, I'm not saying I wouldn't fuck the other one, but I'm saying I would have a preference on that one. Okay, so you'd fuck them both. You just prefer Bellsprout. No, I didn't say that either. <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't say that. But but you did say that. <laughs> on to your question. You're on the hot seat now, not me. I gave my answer. <laughs> <laughs> or if I well, my my, I had to contemplate this. My first answer was going to be Charizard because I'm like, you know, who doesn't want to fuck a dragon, right? <laughs> that shoots fire. <laughs> that shoots fire. Why not? And then I'm like, no, you know, Charizard is a little too mainstream. So I had to really think about it. I'm like, you know, what Pokemon is like masculine? So then I'm like, Tyranitar. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're on, just stuck on the topic of dinosaurs and dragons now, aren't you? No, I was like, you know, Machamp. You know, Machamp's very muscular looking. And then I'm like, no. You know what my answer would be? I would pick fucking Ditto because Ditto could transform into any one of those motherfuckers. That you I, I thought to Ditto has to look at what it's looking at and then transform into it. So I think you'd be fucking yourself. Well... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but that's not. <laughs> wow, someone's full of themselves. <laughs> this is a very cousin-friendly conversation, by the way. I hope everyone's in touch with their family like this. <laughs> we're we're white folk, okay? <laughs> that's what happens when you. Apparently, that's what happens when you're white folk. <laughs> 
But no, in the in the anime, like in the Pokemon anime, I think Ditto can just transform into whatever it wants. Because I, I remember Team Rocket trying to capture Ditto. They wanted it to transform into a Dratini. I don't remember any more details besides that, so that doesn't really help the case here. But I remember Ditto transforming into other Pokemon that I don't know if it... I don't know if they specified that. Because in the game, yes, in order for Ditto to transform, it has to be in a battle and transform into whatever you're battling it against. But in the show, well, it's not like that. So how, what... Uh... So I, I, I just Googled it, and what it said is that uh, Ditto only has one main move, and that is to transform into the battle. Or So when you put him in battle, the first Pokemon he sees is who he transformed in, into. Once your Ditto has transformed, it stays that way for the remainder of the battle. So it sounds like Ditto transforms into who he sees. It's not just whoever he wants. It, it has to be the reflection because he is a reflection of them. So now... So basically, to do what you want Ditto to do, you'd have to bring him in front of Jason Momoa. It's not like a uh, like a memory type thing to where if he's already transformed into it's a mirror type thing. Okay, I see exactly what you're. Can I take my answer back, or am I just stuck with Ditto now? You know what? Fuck it. If if you got another answer on deck, if you want to go back to Machamp, <laughs> I think I might go back to Machamp. You know, doesn't he have like six arms? He's got he's got four arms. All right, now how many dongs do you think that translates to? <laughs> Well, hopefully one, but since you're on the topic of six, that makes me think of Garatina, who's got six legs. So maybe he has multiple. Garatina was a girl. She has six tits. Come on, get it right. That's too many tits. There's too many tits. There's never enough tits. That's you. You want to go grab it? Do I have to do that? At least turn it off. That ringtone was brought to you by Apple. <laughs> was that a uh, homeboy? Yeah. <laughs> I specifically said, hey, you probably shouldn't call, but that's that's okay. Okay. Speaking of calling, I'm just going to wing it and see if Isaiah wants to hop on to give an answer. <laughs> I don't know. I might, I might choose Garatina. Come to your microphone because yours picks up noise better. If he answers, like I said, he's driving, so he might not. Yo, Hello? Isaiah. Uh, I'm on the podcast with Janessa right now, and uh. So last time you asked her a question, so this time we wanted to ask you a question, if that's all right. All right. Before I'm asking a question, am I scared? Well, it, it's fine. If she wants to give an answer on this question, that's fine, too. Okay. I was making sure of this question. It, it's not an appropriate question, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Which Pokemon would you want to bang if you had to bang a Pokemon? Oh, man. Why am I asking this question? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear our answers? Yeah. I said Bellsprout because that mouth looks like it can do damage. Fair enough. 
And Janessa said Machamp because it's a very masculine Pokemon. Actually, actually, I might go back to Charizard. You're going back to Charizard? Yeah, I think I'd rather fuck a dragon. Because that thing is fire, apparently. (laughs) You both can give an answer, by the way. I'll go with, uh... You guys know what Veneri is? Say that one more time. Veneri. Veneri? Oh, yeah. Veneri. Oh, was, was that the little mushroom girl? No, she's yeah, a little bunny. Rabbit. Oh, the actually, the mushroom girl. Who is that? Mushroom. Oh, that's a, that's a gloom. You're thinking of gloom. the bunny rabbit. Okay, okay. Its name is Lumpany. Lumpany, I think. Lumpany, something like that. I know what he's... Yeah, yeah. Solid answer. Solid answer. You like it? You look up? See what it said? <laughs> we, we, we know who you're thinking of. Does, does Emma have an answer? I don't know Pokemon really. Yeah. Like, I'm not really good at Pokemon. Like, I don't know Pokemon really. But there's the one that's like, it's, she's like a fairy Pokemon. And she turns like green. Or she is green. It's like Eevee or something. Oh, uh, wait. Not Eevee. Uh, oh, fuck. What is it? It's the legendary one. A CV or something like that. Leafeon? Or wait, uh, the Leafeon or like. uh, It's like a bluish green color. Oh, Sylveon. Yeah, it's pink and blue and it's got a bow on its head. It's very cute. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one she's talking about. Okay, okay. Solid answers, solid answers. We, we we just figured we'd call you because you gave Janessa the furry question, which, mind you, I ended up flipping that on another podcast, too. Uh, but the Pokemon one we thought was funny, and we were like, fuck it, we're going to put Isaiah on the spot, too. What? We, we figured we'd put you on the spot by asking what Pokemon you'd oh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry, there's a lot of truck next to me. <laughs> Alright, well, well, we'll let you go, bro. We just want to ask you that one question. Sounds good. Alright, enjoy Disneyland. Yeah, we will. Alright. Thank you. Late. Bye. I think you may have caught him off guard a little bit. I did, but it sounded like his girlfriend, Emma, was down for the question. She seemed very, like, open to it. I think that was a better question than furries, because, like, furries is very, like, specific, and there's a lot of people with that kink. I feel like there's a very little kink market for Pokemon. <laughs> well, and there's such a wide variety of Pokemon. Like, now they've got, like, 800 of them. Yeah. <laughs> you got a whole 800 Pokemon to choose from. Well, and, like, the more I think about it, there's probably other Pokemon that are more likely. I just thought Bellsprout was the funniest fucking one I can come up with. I just can't believe you chose Bellsprout like that. Bellsprout. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. All right. A fucking plant? (laughs) Hey, I'm one with nature. (laughs) Are you a tree hugger now? Well, I'll do more than hug the trees, apparently. Well, shit, I guess it's either a plant or the other Pokemon would almost considered be considered animals, so that's bestiality. This hey, is great. You're into some Game of Thrones shit, fucking dragons? I mean, they do have, uh, like, dragon-looking dildo things. Hey, do you like dragons? 
I'm not going to say it. It's fucking horrible. I'm not finishing that joke. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing, though, is like Charizard, he's got little arms, so. <laughs> so no foreplay? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't like little, little tiny little dino arms. There's no comment. We're just gonna, fuck it. We're just jumping into the next thing. Uh, have you ever been banned from Club Penguin? I haven't played that game in so long. Oh my gosh, banned? Yeah. Have you ever been banned? Me and Isaiah both got banned, so we were curious if you have. I don't think so. What the fuck did you do to get banned from Club Penguin? All right. I think I said the Holocaust was fake. <laughs> You did what? And now Isaiah, he walked in and said, where are the bitches at? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. See, I was a kid when when I played, so I actually just wanted to play. But being an adult, yeah, no. Well, okay. <laughs> Mind you, we were, like, just reaching our teens, and we were kind of done with it. But we had seen so many videos of, like, people saying outrageous shit. So we started to hop on the outrageous shit. So when you get banned, do they ban you permanently? You know, I don't know. I don't think we ever attempted to go back on. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, no, I don't think I've been banned from Club Penguin, but maybe I have. It's just, <laughs> it's been so long since I played that, but that was my life as a kid for a while. Just... What, what was that other game we'd play online that was hella bad, though? Like, it had, like, realistic people and you'd walk into clubs and shit. And, and that wasn't club. It wasn't realistic. Are you talking about like Club City or something like that, where you made your own club and you people would walk in there? Not, not Club City. It was another one like Club Penguin, but it had like actual people, and people could like pick their outfits and like you can dress kind of slutty if you wanted and all that. And like people would constantly like make comments. It's like on Club Penguin where when you say something, it's out loud, and there were hella people that were like sexual on it. I don't think I've played whatever it is you're talking about, but you're making. Oh, me I could have sworn you did because I think it was. Me. You think it was what? You're making me think of The Sims, which I've never played that either. It wasn't but... Sims either? Fuck, I can't remember. But I think me and Isaiah played it, and I could have sworn you played it too. And it wasn't Club City because Club City was the Facebook one, right? Yeah, yeah, we played yeah. a lot of things on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think I played it. I would remember to. Fuck, I think it was through, like, mini clips game. Or, no. It might have been. I can't remember. It really sucks being an alcoholic. You just lose all your fucking memories. <laughs> you oh, have vague memories of what something was. Smoking weed uh, doesn't help with that either. We're just a mess, Janessa. <laughs> I hope her family is proud listening to this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll be so proud. So proud to hear about Pokemon. We would, I don't think, I don't think if, if any of our family members heard this, I would not be able to look at them the same when I approach them, <laughs> except for your mom. I feel like your mom has dealt with her enough shit to where I, she's already recognized our shame. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a pretty, she's already seen all of our shame. Plus, you got her calling everybody gay, so. <laughs> Oh, I still have to go up to my mom and uh, do the bukkake thing. Wait, what? 
Don't you remember we were supposed to go up to our moms and ask them if they know what bukkake means and record them? Wait, you asked me to say something else to my mom. You were supposed to say bukkake. I was supposed to say something else to my mom, right? No, I think it was bukkake. We're oh. supposed to. We're supposed to. No, your mom had said something to you that was outrageous, and I was supposed to repeat it to my mom. And then I told you, like I had said the bukkake thing to my mom. I for I hundred percent forget. Also, update. Uh, Isaiah's girlfriend sent me this picture and said this is the Pokemon she actually picked, Gardenivore. And I was like, that's the one I was talking about, the mushroom girl. Carnivore is not a mushroom. Uh, her... Just call her mushroom. Even... <laughs> well, her initial like revolution Ralt. was a mushroom. Yeah. That's not a... Ralt's he's not a mushroom. I thought he was. <laughs> now I'm questioning. All right. You know what? I think we need to figure out, like... And mind you, I'm not going to look this up by any means but i really wonder what like the most looked up porn of pokemon is besides the trainers obviously gardevoir i've seen wait you've seen <laughs> no, okay okay hold on hold on no let me clarify <laughs> i'm in several pokemon groups on facebook and, and I... all... what? i've i've seen a lot of memes where people will like post po this podcast in there by the way <laughs> They'll make like memes with Gardevoir. There's Gardevoir, and then uh, there have been a lot of memes too about the new Pokemon game coming out about that little green cat. What about the bunny that Isaiah picked? That one too, yeah. Actually, when he said that one, I'm like, oh, I know it, yeah, because I've seen memes with her too. You know, that's not a very well known Pokemon. I feel like he had it on deck. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of did have that one on deck because that's like second, <laughs> really second to Gardevoir because it's her, Baneri is just a normal looking bunny, but when yeah. Baneri evolves, I don't know if you remember, it almost has like a human. Well, he said Baneri. He didn't say the, the evolution. Oh, we'll see now. If you want to fuck Baneri, that's weird. <laughs> that one's a child. Yeah, that one's fine. That one's <laughs> that one's too cute and bunny looking, you know, bunny like. Versus the other one actually kind of looks like like a cheerleader and a rabbit combined. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna direct this off the topic of Pokemon and obviously sexual acts with a Pokemon. Uh, but here's a topic that you're extremely informative about, and I think I've told you before, you're like the most informative reptile person I know. I'm sorry, it's really hard for me to go from talking sexual about Pokemon to now we're gonna sophisticatedly <laughs> talk about reptiles, and you can't just go from talking about fucking Pokemon to animals. Well, we were talking about bunnies, and now we're about to jump around between topics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird, uh, Weird change there. There's not really like a topic in the middle to kind of mellow mellow it out. It's just from... Well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Of all the other things else I have on this topic, it, this one makes the most sense of in terms of jumping. Okay. All right. So, like, the question I was going to ask you is, because you're a very informed reptile enthusiast, why do you think snakes get a rap bad rep? And what could you say to somebody who's, like, opposed to snakes... To try and convince them to not be so afraid, I'd say. 
I'm going to try and use my words wisely on this because it usually takes me time to. And we will also throw out there that she's a couple shots deep in tequila right now. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm only drinking my drink a little bit. <laughs> As she takes a chug. <laughs> As I take another sip. I think a lot of people are afraid of snakes. As for why, I mean, from what I've come to find out, some people are afraid of them just by the way they look. They just, they look creepy or they look slithery or they look slimy, which to me logically doesn't make any sense. I don't, I can't, I don't understand those people. But now if you're afraid of a snake because, you know, it, it, they can constrict even if they're small, you know, they are basically one solid muscle. So if you're afraid of them for a logical reason like that, or even afraid of being bit, you know, some people just don't know what, some people just don't know if a snake's venomous or not venomous, you know, so they just don't know. Uh, you can also tell if a snake's venomous by by looking at its butthole. I was going to say you can tell by looking at the shape of its head and the shape <laughs> of its eyes. But, you know, if you just want to somehow look at its asshole, I don't know how you're going to do that. You're, you're just out in the wilderness. Hey, snake, show me your butthole. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, I, I have to, I wish I, I would have uh, looked this up so I could have said this properly, but um, I, yeah, I, I can't tell you which one is which, but if you, you can tell by the shape of the head and the shape of the eyes, if the snake is venomous or non-venomous, I can't tell you the difference between the two right now, but if you look it up, it will tell you the differences. And then once you kind of, you know, look at the pictures and you kind of get a representation of oh okay this is the head shape of a venomous snake and this is the head shape of a non-venomous snake then you kind of you kind of get a good look for it but so I, as far as being afraid because you don't know like what snakes are venomous and not venomous that i can understand i think that's a big part of it and then um another big part of it is too is, is bigger snakes i feel like people are more afraid of and have more of a logical reason to be afraid of because they can constrict you especially like a boa constrictor but at the same time i think it's a lot of um how do i explain this snakes are not these mean aggressive animals that people make them out to be now they're not f I, I was gonna say they're more afraid of you than they than you are of them and just like any animal they give telltale signs of don't fuck with me if they aren't comfortable yeah exactly every animal has body language that you can learn um either doing research prior to owning the animal or when you do what you should do before owning any animals always do research prior but even after you own the animal if you go slow with it you work with it you take the time to observe it then you can learn, you know, the different body languages that it's giving off. Snakes work the same way too. And see, a, a lot of, I think, misconception would be the way you say that. Well, not misconception, but see, people, a lot of people like to have an animal that they think is like cute or cuddly, like a dog or a cat, something that's going to love you, show attention, or not attention, affection towards you. Snakes don't do that. If you want something... Whoa. Well, they, it's not that they don't do that. It's just that they're not 
that's well reptiles in general aren't going to be the cuddly type but they definitely show their affections in some way and i feel like snakes definitely do to an extent i kind of i go back and forth psychologically between oh is this animal showing me affection or is there another reason like is it hungry doesn't want fresh air does it you know am i just like a big moving tree because snakes a lot of the time i mean like it it depends though i I feel like snakes have a sense of loyalty so like they know this person feeds me this person gives me this this person gives me that this person pets me this person they are my they are my tree (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's a sense of loyalty however if a snake gets hungry enough it will you know even though unless it's a super big snake obviously it's not going to eat you but if a snake gets hungry enough then that sense of loyalty just is thrown out the but, window. But that's anything. Because realistically, if you're stranded on an island, the only thing you have is your snake, you're probably going to eat the snake. Uh, I mean, you know, when you look at it that from that point of view, that's true. Snakes... And, 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 like, we've seen this with dogs, too. Haven't you seen, like, the Florida man stories where, like, a Florida man didn't feed his wiener dogs and his wiener dogs eat them alive? Oh, goodness. <laughs> wiener dogs, really? Uh, I, Ollie... Uh, because me and Alia had a conversation on snakes. And mind you, I want to make this 100% clear. I'm not an anti-snake man. But I was saying how I like lizards more because I feel like they show more affection than snakes. And I I, I think it's more so the fact that like lizards are kind of out and about more. And so like they, they also have a stronger sense of comfortability because they're out so often. And she brought up a good point of saying that they have to bask and they have to hunt more. They have to be fed more regularly. So their sense of like, this is my food giver kind of comes out more because they're fed extremely regularly. Yeah. Versus snakes can actually go a good amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Like there's actually a lot of pros to owning snakes that I've come to realize. One good thing about them not having limbs for as weird as that sounds, they can't scratch you. (laughs) Um, when you one of the things one of my favorite things is when I hold my snakes. It's actually very relaxing because they you know they don't have limbs. To me, their scales are soft and smooth, um, and because they ha- you know they're one big muscle. When they you know, as long as they're not trying to actually constrict you when they're just moving along your arm like they regularly would, there is still force behind it because they have to be able to have you know use that grip to, yeah. yeah that grip on you but. It's like a massage. I find it relaxing. Um, for me, it's very soothing. Um, but yeah, that's because I I also really like lizards. I was into iguanas. I'm sure you remember. But yeah, anytime yeah. I held those, no, my arm was messed up. So you, you don't have to tell me. Harold's nails have never been trimmed in her life. Oh, no, no. Totally different. Bearded dragon <laughs> and green iguana. <laughs> well, I, I just put slate in her tank around her water dish because she goes to her water dish quite a bit so i figure she'll start to like grind them down a little bit well that's a good idea yeah i thought i saw that in there i thought it looked nice but yeah that's actually because scoobs's tank was uh all tile and i guess that probably benefited that yeah was uh grinding the nails down but yeah no green iguanas they live in trees so their main purpose is to climb. So their nails are going to get long, whether you want them to or not, because that's what they do is climb. And that's, that's how they stay in the trees versus bearded dragons. A wild Nikita just appeared. 
the wildly gay Nikita. Hey, you're gay. <laughs> uh, do you want a shot before we jump into the final two questions, or are you fine on your drink? I'll take a shot because I've been drinking this very slowly. You know what? I'll take a shot with you just out of solidarity. Nick, you want to take a shot? No. <laughs> Nick's too busy holding his Kyle's pussy. Oh, yeah. Pet my pussy, baby. Oh, he's kissing it now. Oh, yeah. Lick it good. Yeah, I'll take a shot. All right. Not, not a big one, though. I'll give you a half shot. Nick's taking a bit shot. Uh... Probably won't do a heavy one, either. No, that's Genesis. I am cool with that. Am I supposed to take the, the earphones off while I do this? No, you can do it. Oh, that's fucking tequila? Oh, yeah. fuck no. Alright, good night, guys. What? <laughs> oh, damn. You want Chaser? No, okay. Right. I'm gonna get Chaser. That's I, your shot. I need Chaser. Dude. Dude. That's your Chaser. Alright. Cheers to another episode of the Intoxicated Intellect. Right Wait, but... Nick, what Pokemon would you fuck? Meteor. <laughs> Say Eevee. No. Say Blastoise. Say Wormple. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm, I need a chaser for this shit. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, no, I, I, no, I'm sorry. Here. No. You got it. You got it. Come on. Come on. Ooh. Chaser. Fuck. So, does this have alcohol in it? No, that's complete sunny D. Dude. I just chased oh. it. Dude, I'm scared. You'll be fine. Take a little I'll sip of Sunny D, then do the chase. Nick's like, here you go. <laughs> you got this, Nick. Everyone on this podcast believes in you. I don't give a fuck whoever believes in me. You're a beautiful what? butterfly, but right now you're in your cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> Look goes. at that. He just blossoms into a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. All right, you can kill the Sunny D if you want. <laughs> Nick just threw up all over the bar. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't say that, Kyle. I will legit scream like a little girl. The neighbors will question. I think this is the only day I am actually drinking. Well, we're starting sober October in a couple days, so. I have no problems with that. I haven't drank for like a minute until fucking today. We're going to knock this shit out, am I right, Nick? Sober October. Yeah, I kind of quit drinking until today. Well, no, I haven't drinking hard alcohol since, yeah, July. So July, August, September. Yeah. Yeah. I have not that long. good tolerance with alcohol, but not tolerance, but like I can tell like when I'm drunk or not. Yeah. I actually, believe it or not, that tequila was a lot easier and smoother for me to drink than vodka. Well, to be honest, tequila has grown on me heavier. And one of the things I was reading online is your recovery with tequila is way better than most alcohols. What was it? Was this the one? Casamigos. Yeah. Let's just say. You said your recovery for what now? For tequila. So, like, if you drink it and then go to sleep, you'll wake up feeling more refreshed than you would from other alcohols. It says drink responsibly. Well, no shit. All of them you have to drink responsibly. Even like an alcoholist beer, 
I think it still says drink responsibly. Is this the one that bought you? Yeah, that was my birthday gift. It's just gone. Legit. It's only gone because of today. I just cracked it open today. Please, wait, what? <laughs> Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. How much you fucking poured for me? <laughs> Earlier today. Make a shot and a half. How the fuck is this gone then? Uh, cause I had, I'm on my sixth drink. Kyle had three. Janessa's on her second. Well, the yeah. shot and then the drink. You guys are fucking alcoholics. Damn, how many? Here. Fuck no. How many well, shots are in that? Only on one shot. That's actually second shot now. Well, how many like shots in the well, bottle? I had six. Oh. Nikita had two well, and a half. Now I have two. Uh, Janessa, you're on two and a half, and Kyle had a. Three. I haven't finished my. Oh, it's, I haven't yeah. even drinking half. It's only for forty percent eighty proof. No. Well, the other thing too is I just found this out that some or uh, my grandfather used to handle hard liquor really really well, but it was beer he'd get super drunk off of, huh. and I feel like that applies to me very well like hard liquor it takes a lot to fuck me up but once i start drinking beer i get fucked up really fast you're fucking weirdo Kyle, are you drunk right now i'm okay for fucking six or seven drinks in i feel like i'm pretty cool so how much do you drink today me or him you me one I've shot only had and... one shot and then look at how far i've gotten with my <laughs> damn Kyle, you are fucking drunky so October coming soon is it's my rehabilitation month. This <laughs> is my rehabilitation month. Hey, nowadays I prefer weed than alcohol now. So Do you smoke weed now? Yeah, I do. I do wax more than uh, anything. You do dabs? Yeah. <laughs> See yeah. everyone does Janessa's dabs. This is like you can join my club. <laughs> no, I, no I, like as soon as I stop drinking alcohol, like my my buddy Kyle uh Not me, not me. And not <laughs> Other him, Kyle. My, my, my army Kyle, like Besides doing like hella dabs and shit like that, I was like, I got used to it now. Dabs are, yeah, you gotta give yourself. Dude, like playing fucking games and fucking doing dabs, it's like the shit. What you can do too is you can actually take the dab wax and put it in a, like a weed bowl and mm -hmm. smoke it with the weed. Oh, I never tried that. So, like, no weed. Like, he has actually like a wax. Uh, bone. It's a dab, yeah. It's like, a, I... like you just like warm that shit up. Yeah, you gotta get a torch. around and just, I say, when you twist it around, you smoke that. Yeah, that's Take what. Whew. Yep, that's what me and Josh have. Yeah. We have dab breaks. That's, but... what, that's what we do. Like, I'm probably going to smoke tomorrow too. So, yeah, the problem with dabs is the more often you do them, you really build a tolerance towards them. Yeah, dude, like my buddy Kyle, like he was like hella. Talk closer to the mic, oh. so Shit, I don't know this shit. <laughs> this thing doesn't move, does it? It does. Uh, it does, but yeah. But no, like uh, my my buddy Kyle, not the black Kyle, not the white Kyle, my army Kyle. Like he introduced me to like actual wax shit. The fuck am I talking about? The fuck did doing you do? Wax. To, what did you do to Nick, Kyle? He's broken. You gave him one shot of tequila, and it just I don't drink no more. Casamigos has him Casagon. <laughs> but no, like. This guy doesn't smoke like he he has a very good tolerance of smoke smoking weed and wax. So like it was like last week on Friday he smoked 
huge ass fucking like, I don't know how much wax he smoked. <laughs> but... Fart. No, is his chair. But he... <laughs> well, no, like he he actually had like a huge ass wax. Like I don't know how much it is. Like, like, like he took a lot. <laughs> and he was fucking paranoid talking about like. The dab, Nick. I'm fucking scared. I am fucking like I want to like, 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 cause the shit he smoked like bringing back from military, the shit he was through. Like he was like, dude, I'm like the shit I'm playing right now is like giving giving me like flashbacks. Like Nick, you're giving shit. dab wax a bad a bad name here. I'm gonna punch you. No, Kyle, he's getting violent. No, I'm not. <laughs> but no, he was like really paranoid. He's like, dude. I was actually silver. I was like literally like silver as fuck. Like I was just playing games, and he got high, and I was just like, "You, you still want to play?" Like that—that that sounds like an edible type of paranoia. That's no, kind of crazy. That's, like, that's off wax. No, he smoked some like cheap shit. Like kind of fucked him up. See, Janessa, this is what I was talking about earlier. Cheap shit will fuck you up. <laughs> well, yeah, with dab wax, you can. I'm learning that there's different. Uh, there's different qualities of it not yeah. quantities qualities but for me if you smoke enough dab wax or if you take a big enough dab yeah it kind of like because basically weed a normal thc percent of weed and thc is what gets you high yeah, yeah. um there's a longer term for it but thc is the shorter term i can't even tetrahydrocannabinoid i don't know THC that's is, a bigger word than i can comprehend this is gonna be an hour fucking talk right here <laughs> that's the intellectual part of this podcast <laughs> I'm the intoxicated part. <laughs> no, this, no, this guy like smokes a lot. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna say like Janessa. Like, I, I don't know how much you smoke. Thanks, Nick. Just throw me under the bus. I'm I don't sorry, know how much you like, smoke, but I'm gonna say a like stoner like but, this girl right here dude, next to me. The past three weeks, I smoked with him. Like, this is actually really good wax shit. Like, we were playing like Halo and fucking Call of Duty. We were like, our minds is like. On the fucking game. I'm sorry. This is what he's describing right now is what I do on a regular basis. So for me, I'm just like, oh. shut up. <laughs> like, how have you not done this before? But no, it's just like, I... well, Nick didn't fuck with weed for the longest. Yeah. And like now I remember he's yeah, I... found that comfort zone with it to where he can accept it. And he's cool with it. Good for you, Nick. See, I like go alcohol. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll still do it. Not like I used to before, like in the back then, like, Today I am I did drink, but like tomorrow, like if you offer me alcohol, I'm okay. But like weed, like you see his face <laughs> light up the weed. <laughs> but no, like I just I just found myself like I just don't want to be the guy that I was before. I just want to change myself. But yeah. Well, well, like I was telling Janessa, is like you've never met a motherfucker on weed who acts like, 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 Arr! you know what I mean? Like everybody who smokes weed tends to be more relaxed. They might get paranoid, but like nobody gets like, like out of hand on weed. So like weed is definitely the better of the two evils. But I was also telling her weed's harder to kick. Oh, dude, I got to tell you a story. I have to tell you a story with this weed. That was the strongest shit I've ever had. Like, how, what's the milligram? Like, uh, the percentage you. Smoke? So, like, I was the normal percentage for weed, a low percent would be like 
17 to 20 is like kind of low. Yeah. I think 25 to 30, like 25 is about mid range. I'm not done yet. 25 is about mid range. 30 is high for weed, but for dabs, that's like 86%. That's like 90%. So yeah, when you go to dabs, that's like three times, two or three times stronger than the, than the strongest weed. Girl. So yeah, like the dabs I take, they range anywhere from 82% to 92%. Has the strongest weed ever. And he has the strongest fucking wax ever. He had a very high percentage of uh, a weed. Try not to smack that too much because you can hear it. Okay, my bad. Dab. <laughs> it was like a, it's like a, a gram, like weed. And we mix it with fucking wax that was so much higher than what you said. It's literally 80% of that. <laughs> I smoked that. I was coughing as... I was really... like, I took a bong rip. Like that. I was, I was like, ah, I'm feeling cool. I'm feeling cool. Like about like five minutes later, it's like I was tripping. I was literally paranoid. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Like I literally, no, I had waves. Like you, you know what I mean about yeah, waves? waves. Like, like I had high moments and then it went down. Like I was normal. Like I was high. As that fuck. sounds like what shrooms does. Yeah. Like when you take shrooms, yeah. it, at least when I took shrooms, I've only taken shrooms twice. I'm no expert. But... Never done it. But anyways, like that's what I want to do at some point. You're gonna have to start off with weed before <laughs> you yeah. even take. Like you don't understand, like because is actually he offered for us to take shrooms, like me, you, and him. But he's like, you know, I she's like, I already have to babysit you. I don't know if I want to babysit you and your cousin. <laughs> well, my my plan would be to microdose into it. Yeah, that would well because what we actually took my first time, I didn't. The first two times I've taken shrooms, it wasn't actually... It was shrooms, but it was in a chocolate bar. So that's actually what I want to get for... Yeah, that's actually what I want to get for you. If you do decide, there's a shop in Oakland that legally... Like, it's a legal thing. You can buy them legally. I'm not getting nothing off the black market. Legal away is like the... Because most shrooms... Psychedelics are legal in Oakland, Santa Cruz, and San Francisco. Oh, is that how that works? Shrooms? Oh, uh, psychedelics in general so like acid and everything too but yeah like the shrooms oh my gosh yeah the first time i took it was with josh and jordan and it was great but it was like it would go in waves it would feel like either a we were just like fucking superheroes and we were on top of the world or b it felt like everything was just shit when horrible. i was in the fucking waves this is me the whole time like trying to keep myself down like i was going in circles like Keep oh yeah, active. Nick like, was running in circles for those who <laughs> didn't dude, that, that was me the whole time. Like, I was really paranoid. I was kind of scared because I never had this. Like, it was wax and weed. Like, uh, yeah, a joint like inside a fucking you know drizzled I mean. it on top. Yeah, yeah. It was just mixed together. It's like that shit was hella strong. I I never experienced it. I literally took a huge ass fucking rip. Like, go that shit. Yeah, that's Same what time. that's what you put the wax. You he put the the wax in the weed, like what I was saying. Because yeah. you can smoke just the straight wax, or yeah. you can put it in the yeah. weed, and that it's still strong. It really doesn't, you know, but it's not as strong as just wax. Shit, yeah. this guy was trying to find me play like Call of Duty and shit like that. I was like, 
this is me like right now like this is like the whole time like look at the screen like just frozen <laughs> just frozen like i was just like the fuck is going oh, on that, like, that, that reminds me of the first time i smoked weed yeah <laughs> and the first time i ever smoked weed how old was i i want to say i was 13 delinquent <laughs> yeah no i was pretty young i was 13 and i was with uh my first boyfriend at the time and oh my gosh i remember i had just gotten off of school gosh i don't know I, it was either late middle school yeah it was late middle school so i was in like seventh or eighth grade i think eighth grade and it was at the crockett park we walked up at the crockett park we smoked a joint and then we smoked something at his house and i was so fucked up i couldn't talk i li- if you asked me words i would just look at you and go oh yeah like that uh, was yeah, me. That's a, like uh, like it was just like like everything was like colors were brighter lights were brighter i was just like but my body didn't want to move so my i couldn't really talk my body didn't want to move i felt nauseous for a little bit and then i got really hungry but i didn't yeah. want to i didn't want to eat but i couldn't walk i actually my ex had to walk me down the park but it was just so like and then i i came home and i'll never forget when i was at my ex's house my mom called me and she was like, okay, I'm going to come pick you up after school, you know, at this time when I get off work. Oh, I, dude, I remember that. I'm just like, I'm no, just like. Not with her, but with myself. Like, I had the same high. I'm just like, I, like, I couldn't even talk to my mom. My mom's like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? Do I need to call the police? Do I need to call an aunt? No, mom, I just smoked some weed. What the fuck you mean you smoke? I mean, she didn't say that, but yeah. she was not happy. So I got down to the park. My ex had to walk me down. Um. My mom was just pissed. I got home, fell asleep, and I got home at, like, maybe 6 p.m. I started smoking weed, like, when I got off of school, so, like, 3 o'clock. So I started smoking at, like, 3 p.m., got home around 6 p.m., fell asleep. I didn't wake up the next morning until I had to go to school again. And I woke up that morning, and I'm like, where did my day go? How did I get here? Like, what? Got some sign language going on here. No, no, tell no, no. The, uh, the wavelengths are fine. I, I hear oh, no, language. I just don't. Because uh, I'm Janessa and uh, you on uh, this screen, I don't hear any uh, waves in this. Uh, Janessa's are showing just... up and I still hear her through the headphones. Oh, okay. I'm just... I, I just wasn't talking, so mine didn't jump. No, when she was talking for Janessa, there's no uh, waves. Like, you know. Excuse no, no, me. No, I, 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 see, I see it and I still hear it, so okay. we're, we're good. Is it Janessa? This is. Okay. But you know what's funny is like, okay. first time I got high was nothing. Well, okay, not first time I got high, but oh, like you the gotta get really first, high. first time I, I attempted to get high was fucking weak. Me and Tyler had sat down. We bought some edibles off a credible source, and they were like gummy edibles. So we started off eating like three. That's where you went wrong. And then he we waited. Needs get, he needs to experience and, it. And then we waited like thirty minutes, and I felt nothing. So we ate like another two. And then felt nothing, and we just kept eating little by little more, and nothing happened, and except for I kept making this joke. I was like with Tyler, I was like, "Dude, you know what people like change when they get higher drunk? What if I become a racist? <laughs> like, what if I get high and just suddenly become a racist?" How the fuck, dude? 
the fuck did just you do fucking that? bit the top off an 805 just <laughs> yeah like i just watched him just casually grab a beer and just open it with his fucking teeth like there's it's like it's just like that's just what they're meant for like no problem nonchalant but anyways like with the high with, no dude you, you you not express a real high yeah you you well, okay so Alia keeps telling me that she wants me to hit her wax pen, and I have no problems doing that, but I told her it has to be on a day where I'm not drinking. Because every time I've attempted to get crossfaded, I throw up. Well, yeah, that would... First yeah. First step is let's not drink. Let's take that out of the equation. We're going to... So during Sober October. No, so yeah, during Sober, sober October. October. Like if she get, actually get fucking high, I actually get... Legit high, cow. My recommendation get high. Will that affect the drug test I might have no, to take? No, not. No. <laughs> My recommendation for you would be to start off with with weed, because if you just jump into dab wax, there's a whole bunch of shit that could go. I feel wrong. like it's easier to manage a wax pen where you can take one no. hit and let it chill, wax as opposed pen, actually, to like I used to have. I actually had a wax pen. It, it didn't really hit. I yeah I I have a wax pen. Take a whole bong rip like weed, like a I, whole joint, like not joint, but like a. Yeah, I have a wax pen, and it does get you high, but it's more of like kind of a convenience high when you're out and about in public. Yeah. I wouldn't. Well, well that, that's what she has, so I figure that will probably be what I hit. I still no. think you should try weed first. Like just weed it doesn't even have to be strong weed. Like I'll even supply you with the weed. It doesn't have to be. FBI, we got her. Which always um. There's since, a couple different type of weed. Well, hold on, I got it. If you're ever gonna get weed, always make sure it's either from the dispensary or a trusted source because there's a lot of shit going on now. Yeah, with a lot weed. of shit. I only get my weed now from the dispensary because there's not. It's a little more expensive, but I'd rather pay more than get fucked up. Yeah. So just full disclosure for you or really anybody that's listening to my voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> is uh yeah so at least do that safely but i would still try weed if i were you whether it's in a joint in a bong in a pipe i prefer bong because when you smoke out of a pipe or when you smoke a joint mm -hmm. because it, there's no water in it it's it's like it will burn your throat you're gonna yeah. cough it's not gonna be fun but if you have something that has water in it like a bong especially a bong with a percolator that's why i have my it's a, it's a cleaner rip. Yeah, so. it's it so much more. The first time to try, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go. This I'm giving you with you, like try a fucking joint, just do it. I mean, yeah, joint. Don't hear what time. If you don't like, it, you don't like it. Bong rip, try that. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Well, yeah, the thing with with smoking is like with weed, everyone has their own preference. preference. Yeah. Like most people prefer joints or blunts because it's easier to roll and well blunts are kind of going downhill because everybody knows like the wrist with tobacco like kind of pre-rolled into it well and again i don't like the tobacco will actually get you like if i smoke a, a blunt or a backwood don't smoke a backwood that's not don't do that just fyi do not i don't know if you know what a backwood is or not no i know do not yeah so but um yeah everyone has their own their own Everyone has their own preference, so I would like just try different things, but I would definitely try weed before you try psychedelics because 
as someone who's been smoking weed for about 10 years now, taking shrooms is on a whole other level. It's literally like, I'll put it to you this way. Alcohol is here at the bottom. Weed is, well, for me, weed's at the bottom, but for us, it's vice versa. For me, weed's at the bottom, and then it's alcohol, and then it's shrooms. For you, it would probably be alcohol, and then weed, and then shrooms. But the shroom, being on shrooms, it's like a mixture of both. Yeah. But it's not like alcohol to where you can, I don't know, I don't have as much experience with shrooms as I do with other substances, but don't just like take shrooms and don't do it by yourself and yeah <laughs> <laughs> it can get trippy i'd still recommend that chocolate bar well like i've i've been told different ways to do shrooms and all of them kind of sound cool like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or I... if you make a smoothie with them like it goes down really really easy huh yeah see i've not actually taken the shrooms by themselves i've only and nick is here to what what? What are you doing? Grabbing some more. Uh... I, I got to pee real quick. So if you guys can talk about the different ways you can have shrooms. <laughs> I've never had shrooms in my life. So. Um, well, talk about what you have had, Nick. You know what? Actually, Kyle wants to try some shrooms. <laughs> We're going to do it right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you do try shrooms, yeah, why not just try it live on the podcast? Let the whole world know no, you. Somebody did do that. This comedian Whitney Cummings had never tried shrooms before, and she did it live on a podcast. Oh my gosh! Dude, you should do that, Kyle. Have you tried that before? Yeah. I've tried shrooms in a chocolate bar. I never tried that before. I, I wanted to try it. You know how your experience you described when you when you smoked the dab wax. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but like times ten. Oh damn! It's fucked up. Oh, dude! Like the first time I took shrooms, it wasn't the actual shrooms themselves. Like I said, it was in a chocolate bar, but it's the same thing. Do you have nails? Can you can you open the shit up? I don't have nails, but let me do what? Open. You see this the black rubber right there? Can you open that? Just on top, not not the bottom, but the top. No, no, like, you see right here? See that? Can you, like, push it down? I don't have nails. I don't know how much nails you have. I don't have nails. Like that? Yeah, just push it. Oh, there. Uh, perfect. Thank you. That helped. I appreciate that. Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. I was talking about shrooms. <laughs> and chocolate bars. Dude. Chocolate bars. That was fast. Dude, does Willy Wonka have a shrooms chocolate bar? Did you just straight up already pee? Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I was saying. What the fuck, Kyle? Tequila comes out quick. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. When you take psychedelics like shrooms, I, I think I told you this before, but I think... Makes you shit like crazy? No. Oh. I was <laughs> no. say Chipotle you does were, the same thing. You were you were pretty drunk when I when I told you this when we went... Oh, I have zero re- recollection of the of lake. Of the lake. Okay, yeah, that... Yeah. So, when you take shrooms, you're, you're, how do I explain this? Like, 10 minutes will go by, and it'll feel like eight hours went by. Oh, I, I do remember you saying that, but I've also heard that from, like, multiple people. Like, like that's how it works. It's just, like, it, it's so fucking trippy. Like, we'll sit there, and we'll literally, like, we'll look at the clock, and then we'll talk for a little bit, and then we'll look back at the clock, and it'll only be five minutes have gone. 
but it'll feel like we've been talking for like hours. Yeah. Like time goes by so slowly. Would I be allowed to have another shot? Oh, Casamigos? Yes. I'll give you a half shot. Can I have a full one? Are you gonna drink I'm not drunk. You still have a whole fucking drink. I don't know if I'll finish this whole fucking drink. Are you, are you driving home or not? Yeah. No, Kyle, don't take that shit away. That's a good amount. It's a quarter of a shot. Why does everyone have to... Gosh. Because you have to drive. Okay, where's your boiler at? You you also said you're only like a hundred and fucking twelve pounds. So that means your body weight can only hold Kyle, uh, how one much drink per hour. Kyle, how much you weigh? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound like a little girl. You sound like a, a an obese woman right now. Like I don't want to talk about <laughs> that, guys. <laughs> I'm sensitive on my weight. Hey, you know what? Today, if I know, I'm one sixty five. Okay, show off. <laughs> I'm fat. <laughs> hey, what what I've learned is that muscle weighs more than fat. Well, oh, we're, we're talking straight weight because I was saying like you can only average one drink per hour. Is uh, That's what the chart when you pass your driver's license, they give you a chart on your registration. Wait, and- you say one drink per hour? Yes. Oh. No wonder why I got fucked up. I drank 12 shots in an hour and a half. <laughs> Like it's the, not it's not the, how many that that's what you average based on your weight in terms of what you can drive with. So like based on my weight, I can drink I think two per hour, but like I don't feel comfortable after three in general. I think well, I mean not that this is good, but when I had my SUV, I've drinking I I've driven on um about four shots allegedly. Yeah. About four shots, so. But, I mean, it's kind of person to person, because if you feel fine to drive, there's really a difference. Yeah, that's why I try to tell everybody, but you guys seem to just think that because I'm just a small little petite thing, that after two shots... Well, that... Like I said, <laughs> well, if you got pulled over with more than, you know, two drinks, you will fail that test. Oh, so That being said, are you driving fine and you feel like impaired no but like will you blow uh, something that's dangerous that's completely different i mean everything you're saying is right on a logical standpoint and on a like um legal standpoint so i don't know if this is really going to make a difference at all but from the past two months of just trying to get my car fixed what's up charge oh it's about to die yeah you guys are butts we have enough to make it last the the rest of this, but we'll we'll wrap it up after. Eight percent, dude. Yeah, we'll we'll make it last. What was I saying? <laughs> like, what was I saying? Sorry, but it's just like my my shit's gonna die. Oh, now I remember. All yeah, right. no, with uh. So, so we'll do like ten minutes of this, and then we'll wrap it. You know, with the last couple months of me just being in the process of getting my vehicle fixed. Anytime I drive now, I'm just like mentally con- conscious. There we go. I'm just like, okay, let's not hit anything or have anyone hit me because yeah. I'm still waiting to get my damn car car in the shop. I was supposed to take it in, but when I tried to take it in the other day, they were too busy, so now I got to wait. And that's going to be in the shop for at least a week, if not longer. Yeah. So. All right, Janessa, before we wrap this thing up, I have two questions for you. Yes. 
One, what's the deal with uh, milk and the ramen? <laughs> okay, so I've had my best friend try my milk and my ramen. And according to her, it tastes like gravy. Yeah. So, and if you think about it, if you look up the what gravy's made of, like it's like beef. And there, I think, is some type of milk in gravy. So I just like gravy, apparently. It's just the taste of gravy. Well, have you had gravy to compare it? It kind of tastes. The white that depends if you're if I'm eating a beef ramen or a chicken ramen. If I eat a beef ramen, yeah, when you pour the milk in there, it kind of tastes like beef gravy. I don't know about the chicken one. The chicken one tastes a little different, but I also really love milk. So you have to really like milk to really enjoy, you know, the whole. Well, thing. like obviously, me being the ramen connoisseur that I am, everyone's given me advice on like what to do with ramen. I've heard egg, I've heard cheese, I've heard add all all the different salts, all, all the different shit. You are the only person I've ever heard adding milk to their ramen. I honestly... Milk? Wait, wait, milk? <laughs> <laughs> what honestly made me try it, like if you're wondering what gave me the idea, like how the fuck did you even think of that? When I was little, you know, my diet was also very limited. Ramen was one of the main things that I would eat. And I would always drink milk. I've just always liked the taste of milk. Plus, it helps with my stomach. So I remember one day, I can't remember the exact day, but my mom made me ramen for dinner. And it was super hot, right? And I wanted to eat it because I was fucking hungry, but it was too hot for me to eat. So I'm like, you know, this milk, I like milk. Milk tastes good and it's cold. So maybe if I pour it in the ramen, that'll cool the ramen down and I can eat it quicker. Which also, yes, that's another reason why I do it. Because when you pour the cold milk in the ramen, it makes it to where it's not cold, but it's not super hot. Yeah. So can I add something to this? Do you yeah. put milk in your ramen? No, I just want to say. I think I I would I like milk is cool, but raw fucking like egg you just crack that shit in the fucking ramen. I think that's the disgustingest thing ever. Raw egg, just cook. Um, I've, I've heard that's good though. But I I haven't tried it, but I've dude, heard from a lot of people. This, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say the person, but like the person I used to fuck with did that, and I tried it. I've actually eaten a raw egg. I think on two several occasions. I only did it because one. I was told it was difficult to do, and I just wanted to be that person that said, hey, I could do it. Two, it's Two, Rocky Balboa did it. <laughs> it's supposed to be really good for you. Yeah, Rocky Balboa did it. <laughs> but you can get salmonella. Salmonella, however you say that. You can get that from eating raw yeah. eggs. And I, I will say, when I did it, the hardest part was the consistency. Yeah. That was uh, like a, when I cracked open the egg and it went in my mouth, the, the hardest, it was just like swallowing a big blob. It was like a big booger. That was the grossest part. As far as the taste goes. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, if we're going to talk about this, it's not what jizz tastes like, okay? Nor is Fucking that. Christ. <laughs> nor is that no the. comment for that. Nor is that the consistency of it. I was going to make a joke. I was going to say, Nick, can you confirm or deny? I am. I don't know what you said. 
It's a very, uh... I don't know. <laughs> All right, back to your fucking storage, Nessa. This is why I can't be taken on podcasts. <laughs> Gonna be all out of pocket. <laughs> Everything I say is out of pocket. Well, I try to tell everyone before they come on anything you say can and will be used against you in a public court of opinion. <laughs> I mean, this is just how I speak off a regular basis, especially after I drink. So, <laughs> I just often forget that you're my cousin and you're my cousin's friend. So, I'm sorry. Well, I have one last thing on this podcast. Uh, we need you to tell a story, Janessa. Oh, boy. I got lots of stories. So which one do I need to tell? I don't know the story exactly, but you alluded to it earlier when we were talking on the phone. So tell us the Wendy's story. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will not tell the Wendy's story. Is it because I'm here? No. It has nothing to do with you, Nick. Why won't you tell the Wendy story, Janessa? Because I don't want to talk about me shitting myself. Well, you already told it, so you might as well. All right. And and last time you were on, you talked about how you pee-peed your pants. I've seen worse. All right. So (laughs) We had somebody tell a story of how they were dating for two weeks and they shit on their partner's floor. No, even worse than that. That's not the... The Projectile Hershey squirts. Jeffrey's house. Oh. <laughs> we also know somebody who shit their pants on the way. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a long They were getting ready to get to the bathroom. They just couldn't make it. They were a couple steps away, and they just shit their so pants my right buddy, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say who it was. So uh, we were all being teenagers. So we were drinking too. So these guys were trying to go to uh, Jack in the Box and Hercules. Turns out they were fucking close. So they came back and this guy said, I have to take a shit. But Jeffrey wasn't home. He wasn't even in the house because this guy was with me. I have to take a shit. I have to take a shit. So he literally... uh, Stood in his fucking front uh, driveway, literally took a shit and took a piss the whole fucking time. And I watched the whole fucking thing. Like, what the hell? Just on the front lawn? In the, just no, no, no in the his front pants. driveway. It was a driveway. <laughs> and he's like, I can't hold it, guys. I cannot hold it. And he just fucking did it. Just in his in his pants, just yeah. right there, just like that, just like that. I saw yeah. everything. Just Janessa, after this podcast, remind me. I'll tell you who it is because you do know the person. But I'm not going to say nobody's name. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're not going to put that out like but like yeah. that. Yeah. But this guy literally just fucking pissed and shit himself <laughs> on the fucking driveway, and this. The old the house that he used to live at, not not anymore. But we were like at least seven. Like, I was about like seventeen. Like maybe some of you guys were like sixteen, like fifteen years old. Yeah, we're being stupid. I'm this ready. guy just fucking did his thing in front of the fucking driveway. 
And that was the end of it. So that leads into Janessa's Wendy's story. Can you tell us about the time you shit your pants? <laughs> I absolutely can after that. Yes, uh, as a matter of fact. So I don't remember. I guess we, my mom and I were just at Wendy's. I don't know if we were getting Wendy's. I don't know if we were just at the parking lot. I don't quite know the exact details, but I was not driving. She was driving. I think she may, I, she might have actually been in Wendy's to use the bathroom. I don't know. She was somewhere and I was sitting in the passenger seat. The car was parked and I think I was looking in the mirror, looking at my face or something. And I'm like, you know, I have to fart. So, you know, when most people have to fart, they fart. So I farted and I realized that it was not a fart and that (laughs) I had to, I guess, shit, but it wasn't just like, like while I was sitting in the car, I didn't, you know, my stomach didn't hurt. I didn't have to, I didn't feel anything, you know, like everything was fine. Like I literally was looking at my face and I'm like, I have to fart and I went to go fart. And then I'm like, you know, this isn't, this isn't okay right now. So I literally, I don't remember if the Wendy's was closed. I don't remember if I was just too embarrassed to go inside, but it was to the point where I needed to evacuate the car or else there was going to be like, and I'm not talking about like dropping a log. I'm talking about like, there was something wrong with me. Like it was liquid. There was liquid. Like like damn near Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Like I, my stomach was fine. Like everything was fine. And then I farted and it wasn't a fart. And I'm like, okay, this is not okay. So I literally, I went, I opened the door. I went outside the car and it was to the point where it was like, it was either about to come out my ass or already coming out my ass. So I just kind of like copped a squat in front of the car. And yeah, I literally liquid shit myself in front of Wendy's in front of the car. And I, like I didn't even I didn't, couldn't even walk into the bathroom like I didn't want to no do that. No waddling allowed. Yeah, no, that wasn't. I just went out of the car, went in front of the car in the dirt, and just did my thing. I think I found a napkin in the car, and I just it was one of the most horrible things, oh, horrible things that I've ever experienced. And I don't remember what Wendy's that was, but I feel bad for anyone and everyone that was there that day. Wait, was it not the Panol Wendy's? I don't think so. No, 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 no. It was not at the Panola. Okay. Okay. That, that's good. Cause like, I'd be embarrassed to show my face around town. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Thanks cousin. That's so much. So nice of you. Oh man. Well, no, I, I'll, I'll never forget though. Cause I was wearing at the time my ex-boyfriend's shorts. So when, <laughs> when I gave him his shorts back, I told him what had happened. I'm like, you can have these. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> That that's the point where you just throw them away and say you lost them. <laughs> you lost them. Well, oh yeah, most of it went in the dirt. You know, I didn't really fully shit myself. It just was like it was getting there. It's like a turtle head. <laughs> the train was leaving the station. You just weren't ready for departure. Nick's looking at me with grossness and judgment. What the fuck do you mean? See, he's looking at me. He's just like, ew, this bitch. That's nothing compared to the podcast episode we were listening to earlier. No, that's not even worse. Yeah, we we were listening to episode, I think it was 17? Honestly, Uh, I don't think I'm even supposed to be up here. where, Where the dude projectile shit on his girlfriend's floor. That's not the one that... You guys showed me where they were just starting, had just started yeah, dating. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was that one. I always, I think about that quite often, and 
that's just like i always think you know relationship goals <laughs> <laughs> like that's really admirable these I, things hurt my ears what's that's my mom's vodka if it's your mom's vodka why is it on the table it was in the kitchen i moved it over here because this is where oh, the alcohol goes fucking, uh... what is that that's not gray goose no, no it's tahoe blue Huh. This is like fake Russian vodka. It's from America. <laughs> the fuck? Like Tahoe? Oh. Well, alright, guys. I think that puts a wrap on this episode. Uh, again, thank you for hopping on. It's been a year since you were on, so this marks one year since then. Uh, and yeah, uh, that about wraps it up. I still can't believe it's been a year. Well, I'm glad to be back, and hopefully I will be back again, and thank you for having me. And do you want to plug your Instagram again so you can get some followers on your snake page? <laughs> Say that one more time. Do you want to tell your uh, Instagram so you can get a plug on your snake page? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> Go ahead and tell your Instagram. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, tell my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. It is JM underscore wildlife underscore arc. Or just JM wildlife arc, I believe. You know the craziest part? I didn't even know my name and my, my Instagram. You don't know your name? It's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, y'all. That puts a wrap. Yay! <laughs>